Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I am your host, Dan Hennen. Today is August 16th, 2021. Our show will be about current events, in particular, the events from this past week. I'll be stripping out the fake news so you don't have to, and be talking about also news events that should have been in the news that were not or subsequently suppressed. Keep in mind, this is a faith-based program. As always, we'll start out with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Yeshua Almighty the Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach millions. Thank you for giving us our audience, Lord. Please give them the ears to hear this message. Please be with each and every one of them, where they are, while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. Ultimately, may thy will be done. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. The founder and publisher of Eternal Affairs Media, Curtis R. Bezzelli, is a loyal member of Patriot Mobile and encourages you to mention his name. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative mobile phone carrier that will meet all your calling, texting, and data needs. You can get up to $600 off your bill annually when you refer friends to Patriot Mobile. Join us and fight for your conservative values with each call you make on their nationwide cell phone network. Remember to mention Curtis R. Bazzelli when you sign up for service. Well, this week, lots going on. We had the Frank Speech Symposium, the Mike Lindell Symposium that went on, the three-day symposium exposing the ugly truths regarding the election and various other things relating to uh, the COVID and the pandemic. If you got a chance to listen to Dr. Shiva, uh, Dr. Shiva, he made a very good segment at the symposium, very good piece. Try to listen to that. That was very interesting. Now, a couple of times the website went down during that broadcast, appeared to be hacked. Uh, Then it uh, was able to come back up. Uh, But some very good speakers that took place uh, there during that symposium. Uh, Thank you to Mr. Lindell. On August 12th, California man kills his two children because he was, quote, obsessed with QAnon. And so this was a, what I would call a half true story along with a propaganda slice to it. Uh, The the two children were killed. They were stabbed to death. This was in the news. A California man did it. The father did it. And if you see, there were some issues going on in the house and issues going on. On with this family that caused this. 
he was subsequently arrested. Now, the propaganda comes in here, headline stories saying that he was obsessed with QAnon. This was in the title. Now, if you look carefully at the article, it mentions nothing about QAnon in the entire article. Basically mentions QAnon in passing, only in the title, to grab everyone's attention, to reinforce their belief that QAnon is bad and the bad guy, and those who followed are crazy crackpot theorists. Now, not the case. Uh, this, this story had nothing to do with QAnon at all. And so it bleeds into a portion of the propaganda here that's in our mainstream news. Now, all the mainstream news groups are out to get QAnon anyway and to discredit the movement, along with discrediting Trump fans, supporters, and those patriots in America. That, I believe, was a downright discredit attempt to throw it under the bus. It had nothing to do with anything. But the average person of the public are not going to read the article. They'll read the title, assume, oh, this guy's crazy, and move on. And so it's kind of a drive-by. It's a, It gets those drive-by people that do not read the, the article. The first thing people saw when they read the articles, it, has, it, uh, it didn't even mention QAnon in the article itself. So look for those types of things in the news. Uh, have a critical mind when watching the news. Actor Sean Penn was in the news this week. I'm not sure why, but he was demanding that mandatory vaccinations take place against the COVID. Well, why, why would Sean Penn be demanding mandatory vaccinations, and, and how is he able to get on the news? So this... This, uh, for you critical thinkers out there, once again, is a very good point. Who set him up to say this, to do this? How does something like this make the evening news? Once again, complicit complicitness within the mainstream media to help push a narrative and to use a well-known name to do so. The first part of this whole pandemic, it was Tom Hanks and his wife. It was those types of folks involved with the everyday, day-to-day nonsense. And when that doesn't work, you start bringing in and start regurgitating new names, actors in Hollywood, rock stars, musicians, actors, athletes. Those are what they're doing. This is all brought up in um, that event 201 where they actively said what they were going to do to push something like this, what they were going to do to push a pandemic. And they said, you're going to start seeing the doctors on TV are not going to be able to push it, but it's going to be actors, musicians, athletes, Hollywood. It's those people that have idols. The public has idols, false idols. Those are the people that have to push it. And then those who worship the false idols, this all gets back to the first commandment. Those are the people that are going to persuade everyone else to get it. That's clearly what they're doing here. I'm not sure why Sean Penn would have been in the news for any particular reason at all other than for this propaganda. Now, an Army Ranger's 12-year-old daughter got vaccinated at her school and was told not to notify their parents. She told her father, who's an Army Ranger, and he got together with the local law enforcement, local police 
and appeared at the school to see if this was true or not. They said they wanted to keep it a secret. Don't tell your parents. And um, so they, of course, they appeared at the doorstep and were turned away, denied entry at the school. Now, this should be leading news stories, uh, I would guess, but I didn't see this anywhere. Very interesting situation there. Um, look for that as well. They're going to start doing this behind the parents' back without approval, without permission, and without them even knowing it. Uh, they're going to try to get the vaccinations done and out of the way. And um, so this article does not surprise me. Now, YouTube this week deletes a press conference video where a U.S. a member of the U.S. Congress announced a lawsuit against this New York City vaccine passport. Now, this took place on uh, August 12th. Sorry, August 12th, YouTube deleted the video. Now, this is a U.S. Congress member announcing a lawsuit. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it is a press conference where they announced it. It had nothing to do with COVID or uh, conspiracy theories. They're just saying that there does indeed there is a lawsuit against this, you know, to make it to make it stop, to prevent it from happening. New York City does say they're going to have a passport for anything that you want to do in it's inside of a gym, an entertainment area, a sports arena, a restaurant, or a bar. It's going to require a vaccine passport to get into anything. Uh, essentially, they're going to shut down access to anything for those in the public to, that do not have a vaccination. And so this this lawsuit is trying to counter that, and um, very appropriate, I would say. Indeed, um, that video on YouTube has been been deleted. Now that also doesn't make the mainstream news. Another story coming out of Mesa County, Colorado. Turns out that the those folks have access to the passwords of the Dominion machine BIOS, and so this was to some extent, kind of confusing. So we got down with Maricopa County. That's the one in Arizona that's going to be coming to light here shortly. The report, the final report of what happened there. Now we're getting Colorado, and the county in Colorado is Mesa County, which is different than Arizona. Now, the 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 question here is that when they're asked about the Dominion machine, they keep saying there's no access to the internet. Well, many people have already come forward and say, you do have access to the internet. I saw it. Or it does have access to the to, to communicate with the internet via ethernet or wireless. What they're saying now is that they deliver those machines with that feature disabled, disabled for the wireless disabled for the ethernet. But if you have the password to get into the administrative BIOS, uh, the boot step process of booting up these machines, if you can get into that and get the password to do that, you can go back then and enable themselves to do it. So I think that this was the plan, how this election was rigged, was done this way. There was plausible deniability on both ends. Dominion Voting said, we sent those machines out and they did not have access to the internet. Therefore, we're not liable for what happened. But the deep state actors in each one of these counties and states that had the passwords to bypass the BIOS and enable the wireless did so, and they were able to flip the votes 
and inject these new votes, while at the same time saying you can't sue us because we don't have access to the BIOS. We don't have access to the passwords to get into the BIOS or the administration admin account of each of these machines. Well, it turns out now they did have the access to the passwords. So this turns out once again into a very, has the fingerprints of intelligence agencies all over it, the way they're doing this on purpose because it all has built-in plausible deniability. You can't prove any of this. So all of these affidavits, sworn affidavits that came out following the election saying that we saw and we had visual proof that they were connected to the, to the, to the Internet was true. That was indeed true. They swore that they had access to the Internet. But the question is, the machines are delivered without access. So they had to be enabled or turned on by some officials somewhere to do this. Now, how are you going to be able to prove that someone did this or not? And so that was part of the Mike Lindell symposium yeah, as far as how all this was going on. Uh, they helped explain how the shenanigans were laid out and helped come into the fray. Remember with the voting election fraud, there was multiple things. Yes, there was votes flipped. Yes, there was new votes interjected. Yes, there was hacking. Yes, there was activity in the Frankfurt servers of where the calculations were taking place. Yes, there was uh, hacking in from China. And yes, there was ballots run through multiple times. And yes, there was ballots that were changed. And yes, there was copies of ballots counted. So when folks say there was election fraud and they say, well, that, that, that didn't take place. There's no way China could have hacked in. Uh, or there's no way the servers were placed in, in Germany, the Skydalt servers. Or there's no way the votes were flipped. The only way the election fraud was carried out was that all of these things happened at different levels. All of them. You can't go through and say, you know, some of these things happened and some of them didn't. All of them were carried out. That's why there's so much video evidence, audio evidence, and affidavit signed showing that there was proof of fraud. All of these things happened. But the general public, those asleep, still think that there was none. And all of these are just allegations. That's what the mainstream media keeps shoving down their throats. So keep that in mind. Ilhan Omar this week made the news. It turns out now, we've said this two years ago, that she was married to her biological brother. Well, on August 13th this past weekend, the DNA tests prove that her husband was indeed her biological brother. Now, I think for someone in sitting in Congress, uh, she's a representative in the state of Minnesota. And this would be making some top news, big time news, front page news. They will be asking for her resignation and she'd be stepping down. Once again, we don't see this. We don't see the real news being reported on by the fake media. Boy, in the real situation, this would be juicy enough that TMZ would be all over something like this. Uh, much less the mainstream. We don't hear anything. We don't even hear the uh, you know those types of publications covering stories like this. Uh, the old Inquirer, you know, or the the Sun. 
Um, no one's talking about this because the media is owned and compromised at all levels. Now, if you get a chance to watch this video called Mass Psychosis, it's 22 minutes long. It's out there. It's on the web. You can look it up. It's got uh, over 3 million hits already. It just came out last week. It goes through in the format of an after-school special educational format of how the psychosis can take place of the general public to get people to believe what you want to believe if it is all orchestrated the right way. It is a wonderful breakdown, wonderful overview and summary of how the news and your political leaders and the nightly news and everyone else, teachers, educators, like I said, athletes, Hollywood actors and famous people can get the general public to believe what they're hearing and all of it is false. The people that are asleep right now with the things going on right now are so far asleep. This video shows that they're actually have psychosis on a mass scale was carried out. Um, the Walking Dead, we're talking about zombies here, here, essentially. There's so much proof in front of them that they still do not believe or even have the uh, capability to explore these things in their own head. They automatically turn them off. It's a, uh, it's a great summary on cognitive dissonance, essentially, is what it is. Now, this last week, massive protests took place in the Oklahoma State Capitol. They're trying to get vaccine passports there, too and mandatory vaccinations in Oklahoma. Huge protests in the Capitol. That was not on mainstream news at all. There might be a blip saying there's some people protesting, but when you see in video, on the video, how many protesters are there in the state Capitol, it's massive. Now, starting September 15th, 2021, in the country of France, Employees in France that are not vaccinated and vaccinated will no longer be paid. The staff will no longer be paid. They announced that September 15th, if you work for companies and you're not vaccinated, on September 15th, your paychecks will end. You can continue working if you like, but you're essentially a volunteer worker at that point. Now, this is really getting into interesting here, uh, what's going on here. They're not firing they're not laying anybody off. They're not terminating them. They're saying, we're just going to withhold your pay if you don't get vaccinated. Now, this is something right out of the uh, the Nuremberg trials here from the nineteen early 1940s. Uh, very wild stuff. Now, the we can applaud what they did there. The employees walked out. The staff did a walkout. At this, uh, this was a hospital. The employees at a hospital, um, they were told they're not going to be paid. Now, here in America, they're saying that they're going to be uh, fired or terminated. In France, they're uh, they're taking this to something else, saying we're no longer going to pay you. So the staff, entire staff, did a walkout. So they're trying to protest this as as well. Hats off to them waking up to this nonsense. Now, what we're getting. With this news of the election fraud coming out of Maricopa County, Arizona, hitting any day here. Today is August 16th. I thought it could hit yesterday. It could hit today or tomorrow. But 
what we're seeing is mass news in Afghanistan. The front page of all the news, the websites, USA Today, CNN, every mainstream outlet is talking about the the problems we're having in Afghanistan. We're trying to pull out, and now I guess the Taliban has taken over. The Taliban has taken over the government. People are leaving. There's a mass exodus, and all this is on Biden's watch, and he's the bad guy. Well, once again, I think half of this is true. There may or may not be issues going on in Afghanistan. That could very much be true. We've seen the video footage of the uh, the airplane taking off, the cargo plane uh, on the runway, people trying to cling to it, uh, people jumping on that plane, um, hiding out in the landing gear. Uh, the plane goes up, and then when they go to put the landing gear up, there's nowhere for them to go. They fall out. The video shows the two people, two objects falling from the plane to their death. That was not photoshopped. That was proven in... in, in um, confirmed uh, with the bodies lying atop of the buildings after they have fallen to their deaths. Uh, so that did take place. This is a very nasty situation, but it's a lot of propaganda thrown in there at the same time. Now, we know in Afghanistan, there are issues. Uh, there's Al-Qaeda, uh, there's terrorist groups, there's, there's things like that. Now, the Taliban has, in general, over the years, uh, been the good group. They're the good group is the Taliban. The Al-Qaeda was the bad group. And way back early, 1970s, was the Mujahideen with Bin Laden, a a CIA asset named Tim Osman, running the show there, uh, fighting the Soviets. You know, that that was was the Mujahideen. And then we had the Taliban. Now, right before 9-11 happened, the year before 9-11, the Taliban and all of their um, cronies, uh, good or bad, we can call them, um, did a very good thing. They wiped out the opium, the opium fields in Afghanistan, wiping out the opium crop. Now that is there in the Golden Triangle. It's where all the money's made. It's the whole reason we're in Afghanistan to begin with. Uh, it's right, right there with the opium trade, and heroin is the biggest product is the Afghan fields, uh, of the opium fields. And so they were uh, they were paid out a big amount to deplete and to wipe out those crops uh, to prevent the drug trade over there, to prevent the opium and heroin addictions that were going on and the mass money in the drug trade over there in Afghanistan. And they, they were successful in wiping out that whole, that whole deal. That was the Taliban. In other words, the good guys. Okay? Now, that was uh, 2001, so we're talking 20 years ago. And now they're saying the Taliban has taken over the Afghan Afghan government. Well, we can take that as we want, but is the Afghan government good or bad? Um, the, the U.S. military was installing everybody over there, so I'd have to assume that it's not the good good guys that are up and up. Now, what we're hearing about this is the Taliban is the bad guys taking over, basically running a coup there to the uh, U.S. installed folks over there in leadership positions. And they're making it look like the Taliban is bad. Now, what I'm seeing in newspapers is people calling the Taliban is where uh, bin Laden came from. They're calling them terrorists. They're calling them the result of 9-11. 
uh, we've got to we've got to really really watch what they're saying and how they're presenting it because Al Qaeda was the bad guys in Afghanistan, correct? Dealing with the so-called Bin Laden lie and all of that. Um, the Al Qaeda was the group fighting the Taliban. Taliban was fighting Al Qaeda. Those guys were going back and forth. But it was, and I repeat, the Taliban that eliminated the opium crop altogether that year and wiped out the drug trade, essentially being the good guys. Well, the U.S. had to get in there after the 9-11 strike, had to blame it on bin Laden, blame it on Afghanistan, and quickly get in there, not to fight the war, but they got in there just in time to plant the following year's crops in the planting season to get the opium planted again. And then we had thousands upon thousands of troops um, there preventing, guarding, and watching that opium trade. That's the necessity that we've been over there for all of these years, for the past two decades, is protecting that opium crop for the U.S. government covert operations over there. So watch when you see the fake news talking about the Taliban bad guys and kind of using that as an equation to equate them to the Al-Qaeda bad guys and the bin Laden bad guys. Bin Laden was connected to the Mujahideen, which was 1979. And yes, he was a CIA asset by the name of Timothy Osman uh, back then. Now, Bin Laden more than likely died in December of 2001 uh, when all this was going on anyway. And so we know that the, the whole raid on SEAL Team 6 in Pakistan, Islamabad, to kill Bin Laden was also a farce, was also a fake. And uh, President Obama at the time was facing some really uh, vote of confidence was the lowest, the lowest um, approval rating in Obama's presidency was right before that time. So in other words, they had to cook that up. They had to cook up that raid, that SEAL Team 6 raid to take out bin Laden to get him back up and another service, another distraction. But keep that in mind that that also is another farce. Bin Laden was dead. I do believe they killed someone in that raid. But SEAL Team 6, to shut them up, had to be shut out and killed themselves. And they all were in a chopper in Afghanistan and that's where those 16 or 17 members of SEAL Team 6 were uh, allegedly shot down by some uh, rogue Afghanistan uh, army. Um, but I think that was our own American forces who shot down that plane. Those guys needed to be dead, killed, and shut up because of the farce they were involved with. So when you hear things like movies like Zero Dark Thirty, movies like that, books like that, um, farce, farce, and more farce. That's all I've got today. Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site as well as sign up for the email newsletter in case they ever take our social media pages down. Also, thank you to our patrons and our donors, uh, those uh, giving the donations. Thank you. Also, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and share these episodes with others to get the word out. There's a lot of information here in a less than 30-minute show to provide you a quick, concise summary 
of what happened in the past week. Once again, my name is Dan Hennen. Today is August 16th, 2021. Thanks for listening.